There are a lot of people suffering from what the Holy Spirit is telling me is traumatized faith, right? Traumatized faith. Trauma, see, trauma has a way of sticking with you, uh, continuing to resonate in your mind and in your soul long after the actual event that caused the trauma has passed, right? A person could be traumatized as a child and still suffer from that and exhibit behaviors um, that are uh, directly correlated to that tragic tragic event uh, or traumatizing event, uh, even as an adult, right? Um, We're most familiar with the term PTSD, right? Post-traumatic stress disorder, which is uh, commonly associated with military and a lot of military uh, personnel are diagnosed with this particular um, this particular diagnosis um, after wars or traumatic events which have forever changed their lives, right? But also not downplaying what they have experienced. I've also noticed that there are a lot of people who have experienced um, post-traumatic stress disorder who've never been in an uh, actual governmental war or has even enlisted in the armed forces of their particular country. There's some things that happen to individuals and people that they just should not have to witness, right? There's certain things that happen to a 10-year-old or 11-year-old or 9-year-old that they should never have to experience, right? A lot of our inner cities, they are riddled with crime and riddled with violence. Um, And they have been labeled as war zones. Uh, I can speak from experience um, I didn't grow up in um, the worst part of town, but I was right on the cusp of this particular neighborhood where I grew up at. Um, uh, I mean, like literally two to three steps away from this neighborhood. Um, and there was a lot of um, traumatic events that I personally experienced that I feel like I, I should have never have experienced. Right. Um, thankful for my parents, thankful for my household, thankful for my community, uh, my church, um, those who are around. Um, but I, I'm also aware of when you are um, a teenager, I mean, a preteen, you shouldn't have to experience the tragic loss of your friend um, by by gunshot. You shouldn't have to see your friend or hear about your friends dying at rapid paces that far um that far outweigh the national average. And those are the type of things that we uh experience and those are the type of things that we partake in, right? And and that's on a personal level or a physical level. And many people have 
these same similar testimonies. But outside of that, um, there there's also spiritual events that happen that cause us to have trauma, right? In other words, when you are living for God, when you have um, dedicated your life to um, Jesus, and then the enemy unleash, unleashes um, spirituals, uh, and a lot of times psychological warfare against you, it can have a traumatizing effect, right? Uh, the Bible even talks about it and tells us, Paul writes, it, look, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, right? But mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. He acknowledges that, look, we are in a war. We are in a fight, right? We are um, consistently um, partaking in warfare. And so when the enemy attacks you and various things happen in your life, um, it can cause trauma, right? And it can cause your faith to be traumatized because now there is in the back of your mind, right? Embedded in your soul, um, a fear of this event happening again. For instance, let's say if a person loses um, a loved one that you know has died suddenly or before their time, uh, quote unquote, um, that can cause you to be um, traumatized, especially if it's a spouse, right? Or someone you're planning to live your life with, a, a child that dies at an early age. Those things are traumatic and they can cause a certain fear to come up. Uh, person would say, well, I don't want to get too close to anyone else because the last one I, person I love was taken from me suddenly, or I lost this child at an early age, so I, I, I can't bear um, having another child taken away from me. And these things are all real and important, and we shouldn't gloss over them, but we should learn how God has provided us an opportunity to find healing and wholeness uh, um, with the trauma that we have faced. Uh, a person could uh, experience a financial event. A person could say, uh, you know, I'm in my dream home or I've got my dream car. And all of a sudden, economic conditions turn where they lose their job or their business begins to drop off at a dramatic pace. And then they lose that. They, the same house that they testified about that God blessed them with, now they're losing that house and finding themselves um, without a place to live. Or they're finding themselves without a place to be able to uh, call home. Or they no longer have that dream car that they uh, bragged about how God has blessed them. Now, this is no light or this is not any way geared toward God because God is good and he's good what all the times and so we must understand that but what I am saying is that that trauma or that experience that a person has or have um, had or lived through it was real, 
And now we must learn how to deal with those particular events in our lives, or we can constantly um, find ourselves living in fear. And we know the Lord is not, God's not giving us a spirit of fear, but the reality of it is that we, that there must be a constant day to day, um, um, battle to repossess is good your mind and soul from the enemy uh, i think the first thing we must do is we must renew our mind as paul says in other words that we must change our way of thinking we must begin to we must not blame god for our situations and even there may be some um fault or implication on our own behalf we must not blame ourselves we must address that we've made mistakes. We must address that we didn't do this or didn't do that, whatever the case may be. And then we can begin to heal and forgive ourselves, right? Because guess what? Forgiving is living, right? If you're going to live, you're going to have to learn how to forgive, right? Because there are some things that are going to happen in life that's going to cause you to have to forgive yourself or others around you. Right. And so that's number one. Uh, number two, I think that is important that we must begin to um, um, do what Joshua did. And that's meditate on the word day and night. We shouldn't just read that. We shouldn't just um, quote that. We shouldn't just have it uh, written uh, or highlighted as our favorite scripture. No. We must put that into the practice. We must uh, read uh, in the morning and we must read in the night. And don't just read haphazardly um, your daily Bible plan. No, you must read specific targeted scriptures dealing with what whatever you're facing or whatever you're up against. Right? So number two. And then number three, um, I think what uh, just some... Um, Running back just a little bit, the scripture I said earlier was to, uh, we must understand we are in a war and there is warfare and we must meditate, uh, not only on this word day and night, but guess what? Uh, we must, um, cast down every imagination that exhausts itself against the word of God, because here is where fear, um, is cultivated here. Here is where fear um, builds its foundation in. Fear builds its foundation in our. Mm, that's good. Fear builds its foundation in our imagination. Mm, that's good. All right. Fear builds our its foundation in our imagination. In other words, we're imagining right in our. Um, in our mind, things that we, or we're imagining things that we've lived, right, or we've experienced, or we're 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 imagining them, or rather reimagining them happening again to us, right? And I and I would venture to say, uh, I hate to put a percentage on this, but ninety percent of the time. Those things that we imagine that are going to happen bad to us never come to pass, right? But we continue, yes, to relive that trauma and we continue to have that same 
um, fear of things happening to us over and over again, which never allows us to move forward, never allows us to prosper, never allows us to um, be who God has created us to be because we're constantly living in the past, right? We're constantly living in the pain, yes. We're constantly living in our problems, right? But God does not want us to live in the past. He does not want us to live in our pain. He does not want us to live in our problems, but rather to live in his promises because his promises are yea and Amen. His promises cannot fail. His promises will come to pass. His promises will um, um, manifest in our lives when we follow these steps to be able to pursue and to be able to prepare ourselves out of trauma, right? Out of traumatized faith into, that's good, Holy Ghost, into triumphant faith. Yeah, 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 yeah. Matter of fact, I speak that into your life, that you're going from traumatized faith to triumphant faith. All right. Be blessed.